Who do you believe in? Who moves you? Who inspires you? My name is Tariq Ture, and I want you to meet some of the people that inspire me. And they've done that simply because no matter the situation, they've gone above and beyond. Welcome to Above and Beyond. Assalamu alaikum. This is Tariq Ture with the Above and Beyond podcast. Back again, and uh, today, I think I always say that today I have a special guest, but I feel like all about my guests are special. Uh, this particular guest that I have today, I believe is dynamic, and there's, there's a certain connection there um, with her. One, because of half of my life spent uh, as an athlete, um, running around bumping my head on football fields and running track and all that type of stuff, um, but somebody who's, who's working diligently and working wholeheartedly to make sure that athletes' bodies are preserved <laughs> and functional and that we can wake up in the morning 30 years down the road and be fine. Um, and that is Zainab Hassan, who is a certified yoga specialist and regional Lululemon ambassador that specializes in sports performance yoga and works with several elite athletes worldwide. Understanding the importance of yoga and meditation in all kinds of situations, Zainab started focusing on dynamic, static movement and mindfulness meditation. Zainab now dedicates time to help helping the athlete, to helping the elite prepare for competition in everyday life, focusing on physical and mental strength facilitated through yoga and meditation. Thank you so much for hopping on. Uh, on this beautiful day, Zainab. Assalamu alaikum. Salam, Tariq. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. How, how are you doing? I know you said you was just coming from uh, trying, to, trying to get some coffee to wake yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, last night, I would say, was probably one of the most legendary quarantine nights probably ever. Yeah. Uh, you want to go into details about that? <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, it just, just, I mean, it was just, just, just DJ Premier and the, and the Reza go, go ahead. Yes. ahead. This, <laughs> 20, Definitely. 20 tracks. So you, you, so you, you lived in some, nah, you know, they, that. they went to 30. They went to 30? That's why it was so long. Yeah. Cause Swiss Beef kept like texting them, telling them, nah, 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 keep going. And you know, uh. I'm, I'm just a diehard fan. I screen recorded the entire joint. And that's yeah. all I was saying is two hours and like 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. You so I, I was painting when this was going on. Gotcha. And so I, I was dipping in and out, but I definitely uh, <laughs> got the majority of it. But yeah, that, yeah so you, you so tapped into the culture, man. And that's, um, that's a beautiful thing. I think you need to be well-rounded um, just in the simple that's fact good. that you... Uh, in your in your industry, um, and in your practice, you you dipping in and out of dealing with a whole lot of different people. To be honest, <laughs> um, athletes and people who are seeking the healing of uh, yoga and medita- meditation are coming from all walks of life. And um, so, yeah, it, the next time you're sitting down, y'all, you're probably gonna be speaking with one of your clients about this. You, you what you did when when Rizza and me were head to head doing quarantine. Were, were you there? Were you, were you alive? Were you breathing? Yo, so I was like, I was, I had posted it, and people were like DMing me, and I'm just like, okay, it's all the re- the retired individuals that are my age range, which is in the thirty age range. Mm. All the younger guys clearly no, that's they're too young for that crowd. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. But I mean, it it'll be like the 
perfect time to really introduce it and just feel that energy because mm-hmm. it was um it was such an embraceive energy I, I can't even explain it or put it into words mm-hmm. um and it's just a good way to like educate yourself um, right. like historically because this is it really does it goes down in history yeah um and the beauty yeah. and element of it is that it'll never die like Absolutely. and we are what 70s it was in the 70s we are now in 2020 like you mm. do the math yeah Shoot, and you know i'm a diehard yassine bay most deaf fan like mm-hmm. diehard so yeah, yeah and i feel like some cuts there mm-hmm. <laughs> and music is just a universal language to be honest with you it's mm-hmm. a great way to connect and really engage with different people from around the world mm-hmm. um that backtrack I, I mean i was born and raised in dubai you know i came mm-hmm. to america in 2008 we were listening to like mainstream Wu-Tang. We weren't even listening to the good stuff until I came here because I didn't mm. know about it. You know, I was listening to commercial Wu-Tang like right. Gravel Pit and The Rock Wilder with Method right. Man. And, you know what I mean? Like the hits, but mm. like actual core of it, I didn't listen to it until I came here to the States. And it was wow. uh, really appreciated. That's crazy. Yeah, I, you know, it's interesting. So from, I got, I have, uh, I'm a last child on my mother's side. And so my mother had me when she was 40. So all of my siblings are uh, a lot older than me. And when it comes to like music, of course, I'm, I'm little, so they bullying me on, and on, they bullying me on Ox. So I'm watching, I'm listening to whatever they listen to, watching whatever they watch. And it's interesting because like my taste has always been into very, um, golden era hip-hop just because mm-hmm. i couldn't so like my first one of the first things i ever listened to was um krs1 mm-hmm. a uh, song called the mc and mm-hmm. so my brother was like you 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 don't know nothing you need to listen to this 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 is this is what rap is and he was he was having this conversation 15 20 years ago and then he played the mc and i just was like mesmerized like oh this what she's supposed to be doing with words <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely, I know that, that, that biting sensation, that, that feeling you get from like hearing hip hop in its most organic form. And it just, it takes you back to the first time you heard these songs and just the, the, in, just the energy last night, like mm-hmm. running through the room when they were doing it. It was just, and then also, I guess the last thing I'll say on it is, it reminded me of the greatness of ODB because a lot of a lot of records he was spinning at you know it had that bite from ODB on there, <laughs> so so you had to you know you had to like pay homage to 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 him and what he was doing. So hopefully I don't know they, they the bar is high now, so I don't know who they gonna bring on next. Right, they definitely raised that bar. But just so we can just touch up on that and rewind back to why I brought that up. I was up all night and we were like literally dancing, screaming, you know, just having a little quarantine home party and I lost my voice <laughs> okay. so when I woke up this morning I was like well I got a sore throat right right, right exactly. <laughs> but yeah but I, I'm uh, sure this resonates really with you because it's a great play on words too yeah you know what I mean yeah yeah as far oh. as like intellectually and so forth oh I, I mean I, you know I think they have this infographic of rappers and the pedigree of language usage like their word economy 
So we're gonna go we're gonna go super on the nerd in now. And um Enlighten me. And so Wu Tang, they're in the like top four, top three of just the language and then the depth of language that they use. And so for me, growing up in hip hop culture, um, and then also uh also my father is like he's a uh, Arabic grammarian, so he's a project kid who just dedicated a part of his life to trying to unearth Arabic. Um, I just been around language for a long time. My mother's an English major. So like all of that thing, all that stuff swirled in together when I come across rappers that have really charted a path in, um, in writing. Man, it's ecstasy, man. <laughs> like, it's like, it's just a whole different zone. It's euphoria, to be honest. So, it's euphoria. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. euphoric. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. So I was painting. I was listening to, to some Farrell Saunders, who's another uh, black Muslim jazz musician from, from the early days. What's his days. name? Farrell Saunders? Farrell Saunders, yeah. Ill, ill, ill. And, um... I was painting and I was listening. I was dipping back and forth to to the rhythm. It was it was a it, it was a uh, it was a cosmic. It was a it was a it was a um I don't know I don't know how to say it. It was a kaleidoscope of things happening yesterday. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, my son was like literally screaming in the background yeah, in the middle middle of the night. So it was a lot going on. It was a lot going on. Um, yeah. So so all right. So I. I so you said 2008, you moved to the U.S. Yeah. So prior to that, what what was life like for Zainab? You said you were in Dubai. Mm-hmm. So what was, um, yeah. <laughs> so I was in Sharjah, to be honest. Uh, Dubai is maybe like 20 minutes away. It's just like D.C. is from Silver Spring or uh, Columbia is from Baltimore, like downtown Baltimore. So, but it's not a lot of people know Sharjah, they know Dubai, but, um, so just a suburbia, but, um, so yeah, born and raised, honestly, whew, um, in an Islamic country where we were so sheltered, we really didn't know any better. Not only did we not know any better, Dubai, what it is now is not what it used to be. Like it is completely man-made, even coming down from what is freedom and mm-hmm. the level of freedom, the women that had over there. Uh, of course, you know, I appreciate it. I, um, I, you know, home is where the heart is, you know, that is always going to be home. My parents actually still reside there now. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, I'll say it was a culture shock for sure for me to, for, for me to transition from an all girl Muslim American school. We had the American curriculum. Um, and then coming directly to Towson University <laughs> for mm. undergrad for undergrad um and uh it was it was a great life you know I, I can't lie it was a lot of things that we, we took for advantage um mm-hmm. it was a lot of things that I had to learn from the ground up when I came here to America uh like learning to cook for myself learning to wash my clothes <laughs> and mm-hmm. and it, learning to drive that alone <laughs> oh my god so I'll tell you a story. I I took my driving test at the MVA when you could take it like as often as possible at that point. Seven <laughs> okay. times. Seven times. Ooh, they like, I think we the last like time. 
Yo, I think last the first time I went, I put my foot on the gas and the brake at the same time. And the instructor failed me right then and there. I think the seventh time he was so irritated by seeing my face. He was like, just go. Just wow. pass her and go. Wow. I'm I'm a great driver though right now. This is like okay. twelve years ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um so so who who did you stay with when you came here? Uh, I was I, I came as an international student, so I stayed at the dorm. Oh my! So you didn't even so you know usually people when they come here they they got an uncle, auntie, or something like that that they stay they stay with or so you came okay. straight to a college campus. I came straight to a college campus. Towson at that. Boat, fresh Culture off the shop. boat. Culture with an academia scholarship, like, mm-hmm. and like wow, I'm interacting with 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 boys in my classroom mm. this is insane <laughs> wow yeah okay. but i was so like I, I knew like i came here to the states for a purpose and that was to get my education you know mm-hmm. i was here on a student visa initially mm-hmm. um and graduated from towson with a chemistry degree applied uh for the pre-pharmacy program got accepted to that in maryland um fast forward uh, then 2016 finished, uh, got my foreign D, mm-hmm. and here we are today. I am a full-time yoga teacher with a yoga company that I've created and not practicing pharmacy. I worked at Hopkins for a few years, well, one year, excuse me. I worked at um, MedStar Hospital Georgetown, so I'm uh, licensed in D.C. and in Maryland mm-hmm. um, as a clinical pharmacist, and mm-hmm. it just was not something that really uh was not something that made me um feel whole if that makes any sense i just i didn't feel any wholesomeness in in that field mm-hmm. um and that's why i projected the the holistic route mm-hmm. i'm actually enrolled back at school now oh so sorry <laughs> i'm enrolled back at school now and uh taking at columbia university shout out to columbia mm-hmm and taking a um, program called the naturopathic holistic medicine uh, program it's a four-year program and it's well now it's all online uh prior to that i started last semester so september i would literally be dashing back and forth between here and new york shout out to mm. Pete Watt. he would do wow. the same thing for a, he was doing the same thing for a minute mm. um and uh yeah and here we are <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 crazy. So I know for a fact, like my friends that I either grew up with or met at uh, school, uh, my undergrad was at Bowie, I did my grad at Howard, mm-hmm. and when I met some of my friends from the diaspora, like their people was not playing about it's like doctor, lawyer, engineer, or bus. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, don't come in my house. And so I always say when I'm asked about people in the community pursuing art or pursuing things that are abstractions from that usual line of of thinking and moving, I always say that, you know, our next roomie is somewhere doing surgery depressed. (laughs) No, you're right. And, um, you know, so to, to kind of, buck that system and say i'm gonna this is what i'm gonna do this this is how i'm going to push forth what what was shifted in that moment and and how did you 
communicate that to yourself and then also communicate that to the people who who love you and invested in you and you know put all the marbles on the table <laughs> for you to be able to be a pharmacist right for sure um i think my breaking point and it's just me being as truthful and vulnerable and transparent as possible is when um i had a patient i had a specific patient i'll never forget her uh this was at medstar in georgetown mm-hmm. and she was stage four breast cancer and we had the medication to really help her like the hormonal medications to really help her um elongate her life you know what i mean her lifespan just longevity mm-hmm. um and she couldn't afford it and her insurance declined it mm-hmm. and at that point this medication which is worth thirty six thousand dollars at that point i knew that this is something i'm I knew that this is something I just couldn't do anymore. I couldn't see myself in a position where a pharmaceutical company is upcharging ridiculous amounts for something that can really help somebody live. Mm. Um, this could be, she was a mother, she was a sister. You know, she, she was actually a grandmother at that too. Mm. And may she rest in peace. Mm. Um, but that to me, it just, there, there's a very thin line when it comes to becoming a professional and mm-hmm. being an empath right you can't you can't integrate those lines i think i am so in tuned with being an empath and so um so nurturing <laughs> that it was depressing me mm-hmm. literally i would go to work i would leave work i would be at work for 16 hours a day in a closed environment with barely any sun <laughs> by the time mm-hmm. i got out and um the money you know it was great i was making six figures at that point um Mm -hmm. i was still teaching yoga here and there on the side like maybe two sessions a week which is an hour per session so two hours a week but um i would notice how my uh personality would change completely when i was in the hospital setting and away from like the medical field and then in yoga like teaching yoga sessions actually my first yoga ever session was at um Darataqwa. are you familiar Stop. with Darataqwa? yeah i swear i got married at yeah it was a Darataqwa with all the beautiful hijabi women or my sisters and Mashallah. it was just free sessions it was just free sessions and i remember it was like 40 of them and they loved it and they were terrible at it <laughs> <laughs> but we still did it and they loved it and it was just a way to create happiness they and they even though we were that we sucked at it i was even the this is my first session right teaching i was so terrible at teaching i was so dyslexic with my left <laughs> and my right <laughs> but it was just that energy just that impact of just having so much fun with people in a room mm-hmm. whether it was right or wrong and i was yearning for that i wanted more of that and that's mm-hmm. when i knew like hey like something's got to give you're in your early 20s and you're and this is not what life this is not this is not what life is so right. when I had finally made the decision and um uh made the decision to like you know cut back on some hours so just to go back instead of 40 hours a week I was going to like maybe 20 so just part-time um mm-hmm. I was getting a lot of backlash from the family especially my parents mm-hmm. um because coming from a Muslim Arab uh society where everybody pretty much in my family has a PhD is a doctor engineer lawyer and you know what have you Mm -hmm. um 
it just it didn't go so well with them um and then moving forward uh when i decided to <laughs> open up the yoga company i definitely didn't get any support not even financial support at this point and i was you know really spending for my own mm-hmm. and here we are this is my second year where i'm full time mm-hmm. yoga teacher uh the first two years i was part time so i was still working 20 hours a week and I was still teaching yoga at this point it was it probably came up to like six seven hours a week so six seven sessions six seven sessions is a lot of sessions mm-hmm. and now I'm full-time on board I have three employees three yoga great 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 yoga teachers that are in the DMV area um that are under the company the company's called ZZ Yoga I'm um an ambassador with Lululemon uh the regional ambassador with Lululemon for the east coast Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of projects coming up um, with Dreamville and Rock Nation. Um, and yeah, sauce oh my one. god! What a sauce one! <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't wait to get you like get everyone actually the world involved with it. But it's pretty much we're we're going to do some yoga meditation sessions with curated playlists on title via Dreamville and Rock Nation. And that's crazy. The fact that like they want me of all teachers in the USA or in the world to do it mm. is just mind blowing, you know. And I found my peace, and that's yeah. just one thing. Like I've definitely, I'll say that much. Like I have found my peace. My peace yeah. is to heal, and my peace is to genuinely, sincerely heal, not mm. via medicine, not, not anything that's not holistic or organic, and it's a really different aspect to understand. Mm-hmm. And I literally had to remove everything. Now I'm, I'm reading this book by um, Krishnamurti. It's called the art, uh, the awakening of intelligence, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And he pretty much says in order for someone to really understand the depth of different thing that's around you, you have to pretend like you don't know anything mm. and relearn it all over again. Yeah. And that's literally where I'm at right now. Mm. So cancel out the $300,000 loans that <laughs> I studied for school as an international student <laughs> and relearn that stuff all over again. And here we are. <laughs> no, that's, um, that's perfection. I, um, man, you said a lot, dude. You said a lot. Sorry. sorry. No, 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 you're fine. You're fine. You took it. <laughs> so there's another uh, brother named, um, Rami Nashashibi, he runs Iran Central in 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 uh, New York. Great organization, multifaceted community support, organizing, advocacy, arts and culture. I mean, they do. It's a Swiss Army knife and just uh, an amazing place. But his streams of thought are so well in an interview that mm. he'll answer the question before you can ask it. It's his stream. <laughs> so that so that what you just did was was. Excellent. <laughs> it was above I appreciate part. you. You no, have no. to send me all these because he sounds pretty fire. I definitely probably no, no, yeah, yeah. Rami is um, he won he won the MacArthur Genius Award, Genius Award last year. Mashallah. Mashallah, um, Mashallah. Brother from East Palestinian, I believe. Um, but so so. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so when it comes, to, I mean, when it comes to athletes mm-hmm. and the reason i say that is because i went to a very small school i played play football scholarship where'd you go to where'd you go to, where'd to, you go to school? 
mm. um, in Prince George's County. And so mm-hmm. I would always say, like, I was like, I was, I was some nerdy kid, nerdy Muslim kid who happened to be okay enough at football to play, um, be on scholarship, uh, nice. have a successful, you know. Successful. If you want scholarship, you're pretty decent. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know, I've always had other interests. You know, I've always had stuff that sure. you know, I was doing on the side and, and all that type of stuff and writing on the side and all of that. Um, which, Look which at where made, we are. Yeah, about. exactly. <laughs> exactly. So my observation of of athletes and being among athletes and programs and stuff like that was always, like, as a sponge. And so what I saw at a very small school, D2 school, the CIAA conference, in comparison to what probably people see when they're at these huge behemoth, 80,000 people in the stands type of uh, situations and programs, and what sacrifices they make with their body to be able to continue to produce at a high level. And so, in your work, working with athletes, um, one, I'm just, I'm really, I'm really awestruck that you're taking the time to do that because I feel like so many people I know could have benefited from that. And I've seen some things. <laughs> I've seen some I things. Bet. And I'd be like, hold on, like, man, we playing in the CIAA. You, you sure you want to continue playing with that fracture leg? Like, you sure you want to, like, what? And so, anyway, um, Working with them, what are some of the what are some of the, the blessings you've seen come out of the work, uh, come out of working with, with these elite athletes? You work with athletes on the highest level, Stephon Diggs, uh, Will Barton, to you know to name a few. Um, yeah. And so yeah, what is that like? Oh man, um, it was not the easiest thing to do though. <laughs> These guys are, uh, and bless their soul, bless their heart. Majority of them I've only really met like probably four to five years ago. And I was only referred to them by someone they knew that they trust, that they trusted. Mm. Um, and that's that circle of if it's your coach, if it's your mentor, who's going to refer someone to you or to the team or to the university and which is where I took it to, um, then you know they 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 hold value mm. um and uh yeah my god these guys whew. so to just to paint the picture to really allow them to see that yoga meditation and it's not just the physical portion of it it's really mentally and spiritually how you can really connect that with your breath and really stay focused and locked in especially during a season or off season when you Mm -hmm. have so many different people coming at you at all times at all speeds Mm -hmm. but just to give yourself that moment that maybe like an hour a day you know what i mean Mm -hmm. just to focus on just you without any anxiety Mm -hmm. um they've really started to understand that um and i've pretty pretty much though broken it broken everything down to a science to a simplistic form of verbiage of language which is huge you know what i mean Mm. they have to resonate and understand um how everything is i can't throw them i can't i'm I'm not i'm not the one that's going to say scientific terms or anatomical terms or anything like that related to the body no but i will break it down to something where you can understand Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and especially even meditation man look RZA just dropped something 
called guided explorations, which is pretty much like a meditation playlist Mm -hmm. on how to really like center yourself. I listened to that maybe last week all day long. And I I was just like, this is, this is genius. This is brilliant. He (laughs) took everything that pretty much I had, I'm inspiring to do and broke it down to such simplistic forms that I put all my guys on it. I was like, yo, just listen to this. Just listen to this. And <laughs> right. they love it. And really, no, no, like that. He has something called like, man, your flames and with his, with his persona. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, if you, so that's the thing. You, you gain that relationship. You gain that trust. You foster that relationship. And when I say foster, like you nurture it. You, you and um, the fact that we are all on the same page, the fact that they've been doing yoga with me for four years, the fact that I have not lost a single client <laughs> the fact that it's been so consistent need a flex bonds for that Man, what? no 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 like i'm not i'm very humble and i try not to but i can't tell you how many how many of my pro athletes have, re- have referred me to their colleges their mm. colleges that are they, whatever sport that they played if it's in the area if it's in the dmv i work with mm. maryland we work with their entire athletic department not just one or two Mm-hmm. Georgetown, and that's why I had to hire other instructors. Georgetown, we work with, um, not Bowie State, Morgan State, we work with Howard. Yeah, Bowie, we work with. Bowie this year. When, when I would love to. I would over. love to. <laughs> I would love to. I would love to. But just like the ability to 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 keep that serene and and humble and just um, uh, what's the specific word? Just just that 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 aura that's around mm-hmm. you you know what i mean that continues to produce not only success but genuine like family oriented vibes and like with nothing in return like i don't want nothing out of this but just that is 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 really the key to be honest mm-hmm. with you i think i think <clears throat> this is key this is key because one um one of the things that has informed how I deal with people who get, who either have a, a large public following and not just maybe social media, but they're, they're well-known um, just period. And they, they grab a lot of attention and basically, you know, wherever they go, they, they're probably going to, they're going to run into people who want to be in their space or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so the first thing was when I was little, so I, I uh, I was in the same little league, well, Pop Warner football program uh, as Tavon Austin, and mm. so a lot of great, lot of lot of great players came out of Gwen Falls. <laughs> Gwen Falls, uh, forty. Gwen Falls is a a little league. Okay, so yeah, this yeah, this is like middle school, yeah, middle little middle school, elementary school, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So in and Dubai, we never had that. We had grade one, grade two. Oh grade yeah, 12. yeah, 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 exactly. And so, um, I mean, if you saw him at five years old, you, you just know, like, you, mm-hmm. you know, it's, he's stuck out like a sore thumb. Um, mm-hmm. And so when he maybe went into like ninth grade, 10th grade, um, things started to shift for him publicly because his greatness on the field was so pronounced. It was so just, it was a raging force. And so I noticed how people started to respond to him and how people started to behave. And so this is, I'm young at this time. <laughs> so I'm young watching this. And it made me think about that when Jay-Z said, you know, say, you know, the, 
you know, we don't change, people change. People start behaving differently. And mm-hmm. I started noticing, I was like, yo, people acting weird. Like, you know, and so from, I got standoffish myself. So like, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be a situation where I'm like, I'm pursuing, yo, saying what's up, anything like that. I felt like, man, people like this, they're dealing with so much. I don't want to add to be another person to that burden of them having to manage people. And so I say that because something that you mentioned about going through their family and their circle, most likely these athletes have had to shrink a lot of their lives because they're dealing with people who either constantly want something, they want to pitch something to them. Very, maybe maybe they have a very, very few instances where people are trying to connect to them on a very like holistic level. Mm-hmm. And so that's amazing just business practice on the back end for you because you're genuinely invested in them being like, um, you know, full circle, full circle healthy. But it's also just tribute to you being able to understand that. <laughs> so mm-hmm. what, what was the indicator for you? Because there's a lot of people who they, oh, little Tony, he's 6'8". <laughs> he about the damn saying he going ball. And so, my, and so a lot of people want to make those connections. But but how do they break in? You know, and not even break. It's not a break in. How do they build? How do they build that bridge? <laughs> so can you talk about that? I'm sorry, that was long. That was a long like the whole diatribe. But I had to bring that in to understand how I look at it. Um, <laughs> um, I'll say this much. Uh, just being able to produce you know and Mm. when I say produce like consistently produce but consistently produce what it's not consistently produce championships it's not I mean I was working with Tori even when Tori got his ring you know what I mean mean. (laughs) so like Rodney McLeod same thing but that's not that's not it it's to consistently keep the uh the oh I can't even explain it it's to consistently just be there for them you know Mm. what I mean whether it be via yoga, meditation, or just, hey, I'm your sister, I'm rooting for you. Um, it's just, it's just the continuing, continuously produced. I don't know if I'm, 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 I, I'm I feel like I'm sim- simplifying it and breaking it down to smaller words, but that's pretty much it, is just to just be consistent as mm-hmm. possible. No, I, I so <laughs> if you get stuck that way, for me, I'm thinking about certain things are, are learned by experience and so mm. that experience may become may come off complicated in your head when you're trying to articulate it but mm-hmm. no you're right you know it's just like i gotta gen you have to genuinely put yourself in that position and genuinely um really be there but i'm really happy you said that about you know getting through those circles so my, my cousin is a, um he just got his nba agent certification and Congrats. so yeah, yeah, yeah. And his name's Anthony Johnson. Look out for him. Uh, he's an entrepreneur on Instagram. Um, and so he run, he has the uh, Renaissance Sports Company. And that's amazing. He's 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 working now to to try to build those relationships. And he's always he's somebody who are like I'll be like, yo, how do you know these people? He'd be like, man, I have to go to I gotta go to Venezuela to go check out something. And and you're like, I got a friend there. So I'm like, you got a friend in Venezuela. But he's he's one of those people that really connects with, with a lot of folks. And I always tell cue people up to him and be like, yo, look at what he does. Look how he builds genuine relationships with people. 
that happen yeah, yeah. to blossom in their businesses. Um, I would say, I would say the last, maybe the last, first of the last two questions is. Um, Wait, let it, me just touch back on that. It is, it. it's, 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 and in all honesty, it's it's not just about who you know, but it's just how you move with them. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. And how you adjust accordingly with them. And mm. then at the end of the day, like you, you're building a relationship from scratch, you know? So it's that thin line and then they get to know you and then trust you and then bring you into their circles. And then mm. that circle expands. And then moving forward, like D Watkins, my gosh, he's done so much for me as far as like, networking and not from the athletic industry perspective but mm -hmm. just such a wholesome individual shout out to d by the way yeah shout out um, to d Watkins, man but just a good good brother oh my yeah. god and he's just he's just he's paved the way for a lot of people but for me personally like in my personal growth and personal development he's really helped me like mm -hmm. pursue a lot um, yeah. And that is just because of the type of person he is, the type of like individual he is, him, Connie, all of them. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and honestly, it's just this person might know this. This person might be connected with this agency, you know, go show face, mm -hmm. go be yourself and just be true. And. I have a service that offers healing. It's a, that's all that it is at the end of the day, right? Mm -hmm. Who wouldn't want to heal? So, right. and it doesn't, you don't have, and then FYI, like I don't just teach athletes at this point. At this point, now we are open to the public. Dang. So you are accessible <laughs> to everyone. Yeah, no, I, I just honed it down to athletes at that, at that specific time frame is be because there wasn't anybody teaching yoga to athletes or meditation to athletes. And mm -hmm. if they were, it wasn't as known. Right. Now everybody knows. Now it's mm -hmm. like, okay, well, I don't want to be selfish with my time. I don't want to be selfish with my craft. So why not share it with the world? I mean, exactly. I'm so open for it. You know what I mean? And then it's like niyam and Allah, you know, which mm. means it's like um, blessings from God and then like the gateway to heaven. Mm -hmm. So um, just to get a little bit more deeper into it. So yeah, if somebody wants to work with us, we're more than welcome at this point we're open to everybody especially virtually um but yeah just just to uh, bring it on back no no um, no no it's important um it is, i mean it's, but it's like it's 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 really about like sincerely and genuinely emphasizing on relationships that mean well that mm -hmm. are going to last forever like literally long-lasting relationships and um and just understanding the priority of those you know what mm. i mean like not everybody's gonna root for you and i've definitely learned that especially <laughs> yeah. in this industry especially <laughs> in this industry and uh, pe people also talk a big game mm -hmm. um but you just gotta weed through the weed, weed through the stuff that's not really important and really just focus down focus on what what is true to you, what is true to your passion, what is true to your, um, what is true to your, 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 your whole being. Right. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, that you mentioned the, um, master teacher, man, master teacher. Sure. And so you, you, you come across people in your life plotted out through, through your life that are exceedingly great at treating people well. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I, <laughs> 
That is, I don't care about nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you treat people? Like, how do you treat people? How do you treat people after you've done them wrong? <laughs> after, you, after you've had a misstep, you know, what? what is your recourse with people? You know, because you, yeah. you you know, we're not 100% across the board if I treat the people. That would be a lie. But how do you genuinely, what's your general, um, what is it called? Modus operandi? I think that's what it's mm-hmm. called. Yeah, what is that general mode for you of how you, you treat people? And D definitely falls on that line where, you know, he's just going to look out. He ain't looking for nothing. And no. so I connect I, I, I connect with that because, um, you know, that's, uh, that is a chlak. You know, that's, <laughs> you know, it's embodying that. Like, you know, you have, you have a certain code and, and morals that you move with and, it pays dividends, um, just in, like I said, and just preserving relationships. I remember another brother named Sadiq Ali, um, another great author who runs mentoring programs in, in Maryland. He said... <laughs> you got to put me on also with these people because you just yeah. said some, like, gems all, yeah. all throughout this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'll put you for sure. <laughs> I would love to, because now I'm, like, really now, now trying to expand. Right? I'm willing to work with nonprofit organizations, charities, just people in the county, people in Baltimore, Listen. D.C., all that. Listen. Trying to really, like, push it forward. Little me. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, whoever whoever Luol B knows is yours. Just don't worry about that. That's not even that's not even a thing. Um, and so he said. Uh, he said one day we were talking, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I you know I get a little bothered when people ain't got like you don't got no homies from back in the day. You mm-hmm. cut everybody off. You know, like everybody did you wrong. You know, you you had to. And so I I think about that a lot because you know I want to know how you know who who from the past you know can you reach to that said oh man this man dude's you know he's been been been, been you know square and fair since day one or man we had an issue but we, we we got that knocked out and reconciled you know what like what are those types of people and i think um you know it just all you know bears down to relationships um for sure i guess i guess lastly so you've you've been doing some virtual sessions for sure. and um people are home People are in their in their spaces, and I don't think we realize how much how important it is that our homes are energized in a certain way, that they are feeding our mind, bodies, and souls, and our hearts. And so, what better time than now for people to be able to tap into that and do that with, um, with a sense of awareness <laughs> um and so how are you helping people do through this time right now to be able to do that um so i am offering well a few things but i'm offering uh one that's free to the public is a live yoga and meditation session every monday via the lululemon platform mm. um and it is free to the entire public it'll be 55 minutes of bliss or pure bliss if i may say Mm, pure. Um, <laughs> pure unadulterated. Just to add that little. <laughs> this is blue magic. I don't care what you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's one. Uh, and then two, you know, I, again, like um, I have a bunch of projects going on with Dreamville that is going to be accessible to the public as well to help mm. everything try to, you know, yeah, exactly. Everybody's at home and 
at the end of the day, we're going to be spending a lot more time at home because I don't think this is going to pass anytime soon. Um, so let's try to make this uh, as peaceful and as enjoyable as possible. Like, especially in this time, mm-hmm. we will probably never have this time back. You do understand, like this right. quarantining and being the home, the stay at home, like law right now this will probably never come back again. So take it for full granted of what it is. Mm. You know, um, you don't have to like necessarily be a creative or anything of that nature, but just really chime in on your piece and try Mm. to learn something. Because if you're not taking this time out to learn or educate yourself on you and Mm. what's good for you and your whole being and your soul, Mm-hmm. then shame on you <laughs> <laughs> no for sure for sure for sure um i two two podcasts ago i was speaking with imam kamala yubi and he said who were you before you were in the mold of a body you were that you were you were you know just a soul and so he went into some real he went up there <laughs> so he went up there and I was just sitting there with my job like man this brother's dope um but we I think we really really forget how much the stir of regular life takes us away from that and so you're providing a, a service and a healing that allows people to be able to do that and so um you know that's a blessing that's a blessing and so my baby literally just walked in the room. I hear her. Um, yeah, <laughs> or him. Walked in the room, just regular stuff. Um, and so she probably needs some healing too. I know for a fact she needs some healing. I mean, it's open <laughs> to everyone. So kids are welcome to do it. And he did. you know, especially just mindfulness breathing. Now, mm-hmm. um, like I'll just I'll just add a few things. So alhamdulillah, you know, I'm proud Muslim. Um, I'll say this much. I know since I have been home, my salats like have been perfected at all hey. point. And, you know what I mean? And me reading Quran every day. That was the alarm that was earlier was my 10 a.m. Quran reading. There we go. Quran <laughs> session. But what's so cool about it is to all the Muslims out there, even non-Muslims, just practicing Muslims, or just even intrigued by the Islam. Um, praying five times a day is Mm. just the same form of meditation Mm. i promise you i promise you um and that has really opened up a whole new perspective for me um and uh i i i urge whoever what however way you pray but just doing that five times a day and just giving yourself that moment to really just um sit down and be with the higher power whether it's Mm. allah or whoever else that you believe in Mm-hmm. or whatever it else that you believe in um that goes a long way that goes a super long we're gonna way we're going to have a dawah pamphlet at the at the end of the sessions so everybody <laughs> can take that shahada alhamdulillah <laughs> 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 i'll provide those to the white book sure. <laughs> um, it's, it's just a good way to really get in tune with yourself and really just again like we were talking about earlier just really set some awareness boundaries for you and being aware of who you are of truly who you are is the biggest gift you can give to yourself yeah so um where can where can like people look and and keep up and tap in with where zz yoga is going so i'm on all platforms uh all social media platforms excuse me 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Z-I-Z-I dot yoga on mm-hmm. Instagram, ZZ Yoga on Facebook, Zainab Yoga on Twitter. <laughs> but my the easiest thing is probably Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. I have a link tree. You're more than welcome to email me, info, I-N-F-O at ZZ Yoga dot com. And, you know, just stay on the Stay on the stay on that social media platform. You'll be. I, I try to post like on a daily basis something, whether it's my story or timeline. But uh, a lot of stuff is going to happen in the next few weeks um, and to continue for a while. So mm. definitely stay connected. Uh, yo, Tariq, thank you so much. I appreciate you like with the bottom of my heart for even allowing me to be on your podcast. Oh, come on. This is just something so legendary. And, yeah. you know, it just speaks volume. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. No, I appreciate you even um, coming on. Um, this was a, this was an excuse for me to like interview people that are dope. That's like literally it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's literally that. So I'm happy that uh, it's got at least a good amount of uh, decent responses and uh, people like you make it really what it is. It's just me firing off a bunch of questions and then sitting you let you tell your story. So um we're blessed we're blessed to have you. Um the world is blessed to have you. And athletes, communities, youngsters, um and and, and hopefully more people who are moving on the outside of yoga and meditation are about to be blessed to have you as well. And so um uh, up a bar kind of work and uh, continue to to do healing. Thank you, thank you, I appreciate you. Sure, for sure. All right, we're gonna tap out. Be safe, inshallah. Inshallah, take care. Assalamu alaikum.